2: Talking about 1977's Kathy's Curse, as picked by Kyle. Uh, Kyle, tell us why Vinegar Syndrome is the reason why we're talking <laughs> about this one. Uh, well,
0: one, fuck you. It's Severin. <laughs> beyond the door, th- Beyond the door three was Vinegar Syndrome. So do not come at me so hot. So I- I'm feeling a little hurt. Uh, I don't know. It wasn't intentional. I know it was not, um, aggressive. Um, but I feel like Kathy's curse could have hit a little differently <laughs> if we didn't have beyond the door three play immediately before it. I don't know what, or did did you watch? What order did you, you all watch yours? in?
2: So, all right. So wizard behind the curtain. Mm. I watched the first 15 minutes of Kathy's curse on the original YouTube link that, Scott oh, yeah, that's us. Yeah. That, was, oh. that was someone's like, late night horror show host video. Yeah. And I mentioned it. And then we also like had to reschedule some recording stuff. And mm-hmm. I got an extra week to watch it. So I was like, well, if Kyle says it's on Tubi, let's at least mm-hmm. properly watch it on Tubi. Um, I, let me let me clarify I don't dislike this movie I just don't like this movie you did either. give it one
0: and a half star on letterboxd Matt
1: yeah okay. that's
2: about <laughs> half a star more than I wanted to give it um, I, this so, is why I so don't have a
1: letterboxd so that I can keep cow guessing when so, we get to his movies yeah I <laughs> yeah, never yeah, know what Scott's this could be this. Scott's just favorite, like favorite movie, movie we've yeah heard. it was actually really hard to talk for 45 minutes about Beyond the Door 3 knowing that I was oh, well. going to to have to then follow it up with this with how much I loved it. Um, there's just okay, so much. Well, it's such a such a a, a a rich tapestry upon which we just need to take a shit. <laughs> um. So,
0: so I had I uh, Scott's right. It, it's very. It's a beautifully rich tapestry of uh, a film that I remember liking or having a lot more fun with than I did this time. It did take me three times to finish Kathy's Curse. Ooh. This viewing. So um. I but. But it, it does it has these I mean for there me are moments. I think there are that moments. you
2: could trim this down to like five minutes. Where <laughs> yeah. I'm like, and there is there are where two I'm like, different these cuts are some of great it. five minutes of film. Is there a five I minute think, cut? <laughs> I, I think there
0: there is a ninety th- you wish. There is a 90, there's a there's the director's cut, which might be the one that is on two B, which is ninety three minutes, and then there yeah. is like an eighty seven minute. It doesn't do much for it, but um there are two cuts of it. And listen. I I think that there's something interesting about kids, possessed kids, dolls, and then kind of like the moments where all those things can go wrong. And Kathy's curse has all of those things. It has a. I, it doesn't have like a punk ass kid as in the Italian horror films that we've talked about, but it does have a kid who has a who needs an attitude adjustment. Uh, but it's I, not her
2: fault. Hold on, a second. let me let me pull up the Wikipedia because. I think part of my disappointment was, you know, I I do a little bit of research before watching the movie. Mm -hmm. I don't like read the plot synopsis or anything, but I, you know, I take a look for like, Oh, what's like some trivia. What's, what's the critical, is there anything interesting to say critically? And like the critics hated this movie. Um, It's, it's obviously since gotten a little bit of a cult following, but I think it was when I read the line this dull Canadian exorcist-inspired horror film is full of bloody mutilations, makeup, and inept special effects. And I was like, oh, man, I can't wait to see these bloody mutilations. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> never did they no. come. Like, no. I kept waiting for something where I'd be like, all right, it's low budget, but man, did they really like put some time in the makeup for this scene? No. But it, it no. fails every way. I will say the first minute there is a, this is one of my favorite notes I've written in a long time, and it is squandered on the audience who has almost definitely not seen this movie. But we get this flashback, and this dad runs in, and he grabs his daughter, <laughs> yep. Laura, and they get into the car. And then I wrote, I love this Super Nintendo RPG inspired theme music that's Bro, playing right here. It's dungeon
1: synth. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dungeon synth music cuz when Kyle was saying the things crazy. that he loves about this movie, like the things that he loves the 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 ingredients of this yeah. movie like possessed kids, bad kids and you know like uh possessed dolls, bad oh, dolls. dolls. Yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. you're missing yeah. one very important thing. Dungeon synth. Everybody loves yeah. dungeon synth. That, yeah, it's, yeah. it's so sad yeah. that the movie doesn't have like a true soundtrack full of that shit because I would have really no, enjoyed it's my just watch. those
2: for 30 That's seconds. It. It the mo- like-
0: this is the movie's middle name is inconsistent. Kathy's yeah. inconsistent curse <laughs> is not
2: is it man? Like this sums up everything. Actually, I found the note in my notes that sums it all up and I said, I've never been less bothered by a dead dog in a movie <laughs> By how ineffective the dead dog makeup is, <laughs> like, like it is. You know what? This is Can of Red the movie. Like they just threw Can of Red on things and was like, "There, that's a dead dog," it's dead. and it's just like the dog is napping on a rock. How can? How can yeah, it's dead. It's dead. It's not dead. <laughs> they didn't even freeze frame. Oh, they no. didn't even freeze
0: frame the thing. You know, yeah, it's like the
1: breathing. It's like... Kyle, I think that we have to explain to Matt that that when a pet dies they just don't look like they're asleep it's they're not just <laughs> sleeping forever no i think no, we need to no i get but you know what i mean like death. we've
2: seen movies where they find a dead dog and it is upsetting Oh, <laughs> like they yeah. like really took the time to make i'm like there's not even a part of my brain that can suspend that this dog <laughs> has died. Did,
0: they did the or... thing where they like dig the hole a little bit in the ground yeah. so that like it doesn't look like it's moving, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's like, like this
2: is rough. A um, lot more,
0: a lot more money and time was spent on some of those things. Sometimes this was not one of no, them. This was no. They uh, spent
2: most of their budget on Kool Aid for a bloodbath sequence, <laughs> which oh is just... yeah,
0: yeah. The phone, fo- like the bubbles coming up on that. A little effort, <laughs> a little effervescence in that tub scene. <laughs> I and I then noticed. I'm
2: pretty. Sure Sure. That's my favorite scene in the movie, too, the yeah. bathtub scene where the water just instantly turns. There's no like subtle fade. It's just hard cut from normal bath water to this Kool-Aid bathwater. They do not stand have up bath with leeches in 1970s. To stand up with leeches that I'm pretty sure they just painted leeches on her body. Yeah. And she is For frantically sure. scraping at herself, but nothing is moving. It looks almost sped up like it's in a Benny Hill sketch. Yeah. Like it is it is the best that's the best scene in the whole movie and then uh the other part i loved would shock no one it is of course the 30 seconds of claymation of the food yes um just decomposing right away honestly
0: fantastic and i i worked on a movie in 2020 that attempted to do a similar thing with an apple too it was like less less moving parts but i was like I, i when i saw that i was like wow i remember the even lower budget version of our attempt of doing this. And I was like, man, this looks really fucking good. That's where the budget
2: (laughs) went was whoever they paid for the stop. motion. That was an entire day. That was a whole day. Yeah. It's the, the word bitch gets thrown around a lot in this movie. Yeah. It's heavy. Like an overwhelming amount, both in describing dogs and women. But the only time that it, Made me even slightly smile was when Kathy is playing a game with all the other kids, and she says, "All women are bitches." Repeat. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I wrote that down as well. So you know, I, I think that that
1: Matt. So Kyle, we're not yeah. talking to Matt right now. This is just no. the the the, the, not the boys over out. here on in the corner. The boys. Corner boys. Matt, you can listen. You just can't say anything. um I know why you picked this, because it's a so-bad-that-you-watch-it-with-friends kind of thing, and Matt is proving your point, because he's yeah. so animated in his distaste for everything. I get it, and I got yeah. it when I was watching it, but I was watching it alone.
0: I know. Yeah, I also watched it alone. I, it's
1: just, I do this every, I mean, I don't, I don't.
2: Well, I might what do it What was the New Year, New close. You
1: shit?
0: Remember? Well, these are still picks I, from the old year. You still. I started no, out strong even, with Ghost of Frankenstein, guys. <laughs> I feel really confident about the way 2024 is going for me.
2: <laughs> no, uh, but I think that you and I have talked about this before, Scott. There, The, the problem with. There's two versions of So Bad It's Good, and one version is like a movie like Troll 2 Mm -hmm. or Birdemic or any of these movies where it is like scene or the room scene after scene after scene you're just like I can't believe how bad this is and it just Mm -hmm. keeps upping the ante on the so bad it's goodness of it but there's not like a lull to it right then there's these movies where it's like it's got so bad it's good moments, but there's still like them trying to make a movie inside of there, where you're just like hanging out for 20 minutes for exposition to get to the next thing. Well, and I, I, think, I that think that's in the where 70s. It falls apart a that's bit.
1: they had to, you know, like yeah, this was no, They I knew mean, where this was going. They knew this was going to drive-ins, right?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's. I, I mean, I'll, we'll get to my double feature later on, but I, I, I know I, it's. But so a positive version of this, like this is almost like the uh, the Sentinel to me in the sense of like the Sentinel has a lot of plot. And then you get these like amazing gnarly mm-hmm. scenes that are like, holy shit. Yeah. This is like the inverse of that, where you also get these slow moments of plot. But instead of like the gnarly, crazy, good special effects scenes, you get these like, Jesus Christ, like. Credit all the credit in the world to the actress playing Kathy. She is fucking going to town when she's supposed to be smacking her face oh. into the pillow because yeah. the dog won't yeah. start barking. Yeah,
0: like, <laughs> no, she she was she went in hard like, and
2: she every never acted face- again after this. She like did nice. this for her mom. Oh, like, yeah. I was about to say oh, she was just like I,
1: I can't top this.
2: <laughs> no, it was it literally was like her like I think it was like the family was hurting for money and this was like like they, they were looking for a child to do this movie. And and she Saskatchewan, it. It. it was a cold yeah, winter she, and <laughs> yeah she got it they got some money to help with whatever bills they needed help with and she's like yep never doing that again i'm moving on with my life dude i mean i i, I imagine it's not a
0: it doesn't look like it was a very fun movie you know what yeah. i mean like it doesn't look like it was a fun one to make i i think that like the the other i will say the other thing that interests me and i thought so more this watch was how I know there is a subgenre of, like, movies where mom is maybe fearful of child, right? Like, there is a thing that exists there, but this was more, like, the child clearly... Like, there was no question that, like, Kathy was... Or some version of Kathy was attacking mom, but we didn't... We still didn't, like, address it. Like, there was just, like, abuse in this household (laughs) that nobody talked about.
1: Yeah, and, and it's so weird because for 1977 the dad is written with so much emotional intelligence for the wife he's like yeah. because she so um and I know that we really don't need to talk about the actual plot too much I mean it's no uh the, the whole it's, conceit it's is barely the, a plot yeah well it's, it's, it's like it's the, they they move into this house that was apparently the dad's childhood home um I don't actually know who the girl um I, I never caught the, what the
2: relation to the dad, the girl possessing Kathy. Is. So I can tell you because of Wikipedia. Okay. So That's the, the beginning scene with the dad and the little girl burning up in the car, they are in that same house. And it's that the mother has ran away with the son, Georgie and they oh, get in the car okay. and crash and die, and now it's 30 years later, Georgie is moving gotcha. back into the childhood home, so, and it's his estranged sister who died in the burning car okay. has possessed his daughter. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so I picked, Kyle, I picked, Kyle, you be- picked a movie that you didn't even
0: know what No, 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 no. no, 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 no. He <laughs> gets to get out of jail I just got com- for that. I just got confused, I just got confused for a second. I picked, a, I was and it was more because of my beer selection, I wasn't sure that I picked the right thing. I picked Double Sinner, uh, which is a double IPA with marshmallow because I was like, it seems like a familial uh, problem that we're all making. And then there was that sort of like double, uh, there was that moment where there was the aunt that then had like a demon version of her that was talking to Kathy. That was like a melty version and then the regular version and scared her out of the house. It, Which again, it, it felt like a scene from an Amityville that was not like, it looks like it felt like somebody wrote a scene for an Amityville movie that then never got made and that's that's where what happened there but what do you what do you got Scott oh uh, spooky ghost spooky. is
1: called dead sleep spooky, spooky oh ghosts. I love that I don't that's know what cute. it tastes like this is made by dancing gnome I literally just picked it for the outside Cheer, here's
0: here's to Kathy and her curse um yeah I don't know I I I forgot I think it was one of those movies it was a movie that had moments that i was like this will be fun and it's again a choosing a movie that you don't watch with people is always a toughie and that's why it took me three times carly kept saying no which i understand <laughs> um and as a valid a valid answer every time i was like hey because she's watched it before too oh it's okay. like, she was like yeah, she's like no i don't want to watch it's like Kathy's i love Kirk. you but i've
1: already done my done yeah my duty i as did your wife. my
0: part yes I, yeah i i'm good Yes. Good with
1: that. Um, I, I love the fact that we got sidetracked enough that I didn't even get to the the story. It doesn't matter. Um, but it's just that I was going to say that the the emotional intelligence of the husband is oh, great, yeah. but the fact that his daughter is manipulating and abusing his wife, her mother, it, is completely lost upon him. Which I understand that it just um, moves the plot along, but yeah. still ridiculous for a there man who's some so sort well, of question.
0: Yeah. right like you know mom is in bed like being like she did this and i understand that maybe there's this sort of paternal or uh not paternal but parental rather uh paternal in this case but parental period thing of like i, I have to believe my child but like and this is clearly an adult an over
1: a little shitty kid that like is I, obviously yeah. being a brat you know like yes yeah, that's shitty yeah. parenting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're like, "Oh, I'm gonna believe now, the eight year old or whatever." Well, especially
0: since the it, it happened right at the move and right when they like. I mean, all And signs, does he know that his two.
1: sister and dad died in a fire? Yeah, must, See, that's a big right?
2: question. You'd have to wonder when your mom took you away from home. Whatever happened with my dad and my sister and sister, like not like. both kids. Just
0: yeah. the one. That's a. That is a. That is generational trauma with a capital G and a
2: T. That is bad. That's a bad. It's a real a bad it's, life. When she was given Sophie's choice, she had an answer locked and loaded, and the answer was George. Yeah, she and when like, she answers that quick, you have to be like,
0: "Mom, are you sure?" <laughs>
1: like <laughs> um, Matt said two weeks with... ago, you can just make more.
2: Yeah, you can just make more. I don't understand what the big deal is. Uh, one of the other things that I had to laugh at just because renewable resource it's perfect is the the voice that they have picked for this demonic laugh whatever oh. like when we get to the end of the movie it's just like rah, rah, like again sounds like a character in a video game yeah. like it yeah. sounds it's, like it's you walk into the, the dungeon. bad guy in altered beast altered beast do you like to laugh geek out on music and learn all about that band or artist who had that one song back in the day but then seemed to fall off the face of the earth if so, you need to subscribe to One Hit Thunder. Together with an array of interesting and hilarious guests, we do a weekly dive into One Hit Wonders like Eiffel 65's Blue, Crayshon's Gucci Gucci, EMF's Unbelievable, Delamitri's Roll To Me, Los Del Rio's Macarena, Musical Youth's Past to Dutchie, and even Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. So are you subscribed to One Hit Thunder or what? As Desiree would say, you gotta be. And as K7 would encourage, you gotta come, baby, come, and join in on the fun of the One Hit Thunder podcast. I referenced this last week. I wanted to bring this up now. The the actor who I am the most impressed by, because if there was ever a scene that I could not film, it would be this guy who is... Having to sit perfectly still as rats scurry around his feet, a spider is crawling up his arm, and he's staring down a snake, and he's just staring at it unblinking for most of the shot and I'm like they gave him actual whiskey for that. Yeah, I was gonna Um say, I don't even care if you told me that none of those things could hurt me at a certain point. It's just uncomfortable. You're just they, making me do a very uncomfortable thing right
0: now. They drugged that dude up. They were. Yeah.
2: yeah they were, they, you ready? Um. You know. I you do know love that that, that dude has no up. problem just getting ripped with an eight year old. I mean, play. Kathy the barmaid. She she knew what she was doing. She brought out the Glenn Fittich or whatever. It's not even one of those things where you could justify it by being like, oh, she's possessed by like the mom, so she like, no, it's still an eight year old girl possessing another eight year old girl.
1: Maybe. Like, Mommy left because she liked the the brown stuff too much, and so oh. the the little ghost girl is like, I know this stuff is evil. I'm gonna use it. But um, you guys yeah, know man. that song, "Booze Me Up and Get Me High" by Ween. No, Vaguely. but that's oh man, yeah. you
0: know, but yes, I can. Yes,
1: <laughs> yeah. I asked Megan the other day. I don't even know how it came up. I asked,
2: "Hey babe, do you like Ween?" <laughs> oh, I knew the answer to that,
1: so I didn't ask that. I told the Alexa to play Big Jim from Pure Guava, and she didn't understand, so I just started Pure Guava from the beginning because I knew that it was like four tracks in. Ween is the most unsettling fucking band. Like, I listen to the most depraved, abrasive death metal on the reg. Ween makes me scared. It just feels like drugs. (laughs) And and so getting to Big Jim, I had no enjoyment of making my wife listen to Big Jim. Ween scared, I've stayed away
0: from Ween because of what you're saying. I, I, I think yeah. that I, I think that unfortunately because of my appreciation of sort of the weird and oddball has, has come and gone uh, as yeah. far as music goes. Like I,
1: I just like Primus. So I think I'll yeah, stay that's about, in that realm. Primus Actual and, has, actually has skill. Uh, whereas yeah, Ween, Ween does, just yeah. has drugs. Um, and the thing is, is that like, I'm just realizing now that if anybody asked me Can you explain when you went to college without telling me the years? I could just say, we used to get drunk and sing Ween and think it was funny. Because it's that edgelord fucking humor from the early 2000s. It's awful. You know, like spinal meningitis. We used to sing that song when we would be drunk. That song's fucked up. Yeah, Yeah. no, Ween (laughs) is- explains um, everything.
2: Actually, Ween is a less talented, more edge lordy. They might be giants. Like that's what it comes down to. Like that's what it comes down to. Um, All right. Well, Ween tangent aside, Kyle, yeah, you pick this. What's your double feature gonna be? Um, I, I
0: actually, I want to go Alice Sweet Alice. I think that primarily the big thing for me is this odd relationship between kathy and this old dude and to me that's what stands out in alice sweet alice and then all the fun stuff sort of happens around that i don't know like when i think about both these movies i kind of think about those odd relationships uh that exist so that's going to be my my go-to and i think at least alice sweet alice is a little more fun um if, If on horror finds you can buy communion by frank laura the book that in which alice sweet alice is based off of and I'm really tempted to keep it for myself, but I'd much prefer it go to a better home. That's yeah. my also, um, what's
1: going on? <laughs> <I'm selling> stuff <laughs> go check on out our finds, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, how about you, Scott? <laughs> I'm going The Conjuring, because um, they're basically the same movie, and you know how you're talking about the dog death in Kathy's Curse? Yeah. The dog death in The Conjuring works. That one was yes. really distressing for me.
2: Um, yeah. I'm gonna That's have a, a bad double night. Feature. I'm going to have a Thank bad you. night cuz I'm going with a double feature not It's going to be a bad night. Yeah, I'm not trying <laughs> to improve the night. I'm just going with what stylistically this movie made me think of over and over and over again. And it I like this movie a lot more than the film I'm double featuring it with. I would say it's the movie I'm double featuring it with is probably one of the 10 least favorite watches in my HMN history, but The Devil Times 5, it just It feels right. It, It just feels like it makes sense. Um, But yeah, so Devil Times 5 a.k.a. People Toys. Uh, But Kyle, you gave us a sneak peek of your what's going on. Uh, As always for us, we're hitting Creature Feature in April. Go check out our website, hmnpodcast.com, to go buy some swag and some t-shirts, and find HMN Podcast on as many podcasting apps as you can. Uh, Or, uh, well podcasting apps, but also on as many social media sites as you can be at Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and most importantly, Patreon. Uh, all right, Kyle, what did you watch, listen to read, etc.? And why was it the complete works of ween?
0: Uh, you know, cause I knew, I knew that this was going to happen. I knew that we were going to be talking about ween when we talked about Kathy's curse. Um, no, did I, <laughs> did I tell you that I, um, well, no, I, it's not really what I want to talk about. I re- I revisited Spookies and I haven't watched Spookies since I watched it on VHS about 15 years ago. Even even though I know it's an HMN staple, right? Spookies is huge. But um,
1: that doesn't mean That's it's not good. what I want
0: to talk not what I want to talk about. It's just a fun. It's just I just revisited it and it was nice. I I I, wa- I, I watched a movie called The Ghoul. Now, The Ghoul I watched it on babe we watched the ghoul on tubi we watched the ghoul on tubi yeah it's a bad 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 transfer uh the sound is awful yeah 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 thank you we love a wife Um, cameo (laughs) she's she's never here on tuesdays this is why i actually schedule uh but because of the weather work closed and now she's just staring at me yeah. while well, I do listen, this podcast. Well, listen, there we go. She's...
2: So Carly makes her podcast cameo on Horror Movie Night, but she also no. appeared on the Horrors of Love podcast, which you should check out. Because wow, she talks dude, about
0: the To what's going, going on. What's going on. What's
2: going on. That's lo- That's No longer is it a <laughs> Ford on Blondes reference. It's just going to be like, hey, you guys, what's going on? Well, so <laughs> I, I, to,
0: to take it one step further, I oftentimes quote brett michaels in rock of love where he will always ad- peripherally or adjacently go what's it going on yeah. uh so that's my other <laughs> what's going on type thing so yes no carly carly guest spotted on um, horrors of love with our buddy Jeanette wall and they talked about the brood and it's Oof. I, I mean, I'm a little biased, but uh, it was the really good. the psychoanalytic like uh, analysis of The Brood
2: is fascinating. Hearing, I mean, the movie, the movie. How educational Carly was talking about The Brood. I understand why she doesn't listen to our podcast. Because <laughs> we I also know now why we should never do listen, The Brood. <laughs> listen, she listen, listen, listen. She doesn't doesn't listen to any podcast. I mean, it
0: was I, I the fact that Jeanette got her. Oh, it so you saying it's not personal.
1: Of, it's not.
0: Per- do not take it personally uh, She Jeanette must have paid her a lot of money to be on the podcast um, <laughs> no but uh, a- anyway uh, definitely listen to that episode it's very fun it's very analytic uh, if you dig Cronenberg the brood etc but I watched The Ghoul which had Peter Cushing um, as this um, oh it had Peter Cushing and John Hurt and it is a movie about a, a group of high class people who are celebrating maybe uh, New Year's, it's hard to say, who decide that, hey, we're going to race our two, ca-. it's like maybe like you know, 1940s. We're going to race our two cars through the English countryside and whoever comes back is a winner. I don't know how that works. Um, Whoever makes it to the sea is a winner and they get lost and um, you know, a woman goes up and she finds a house and there's a, a big spooky guy, Peter Cushing, who lives in this house. It's I, I, there's some race based shit in here like there is clearly um somebody who is uh not of their race who is not they're not in blackface but
2: it it's not sucks
0: grace. yeah it sucks um but there's some sort of fun it's not hammer horror but there's some sort of fun like european 60s 70s moments that are happening here um and then it just it's exploitative it's weird it's lightly exploitative it's like it's not like gore and boobs and like that type of exploitative it's more of like it's just tone deaf it's tone deaf in sort of the things that it, it talks about but in that hammer horror era way uh you know, the the transfer that I saw is not great. I don't know if there's a better transfer that exists out there. Um, Would a better transfer
2: really fix it? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> unfortunately not.
0: Um, but Peter Cushing is always sort of fun to watch. Like, he is a captivating actor, and John Hurt is as well. He John Hurt kind of plays a drifter, the son of Peter Cushing's character, but they clearly don't get along, or they're not on the same page about things. Yeah. It's it's fun it, it has this sort of like old English vibe while also being um, I don't know not transgressive in the right ways but Perfect. Uh, Perfect. a little odd you guys but everyone you guys
1: listeners Matt Kyle everyone involved go read the ghoul 1975 Wikipedia plot it's hilarious it's not okay the content, well I will it's do the that tonight way that it's written. It's incredible. Someone put a lot of time and effort into it, and they thought that they were doing something well, good. Okay, good. That's
2: that'll be my evening entertainment. Tonight. Yeah,
1: because no, I honestly, I would suggest that uh, Scott over
0: watching
2: the movie. Yeah, um, yeah. honestly, I, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna do this one fairly quick, but uh, I read a book. Uh, you know how sometimes at Christmas time you're shopping for other people, and then you see something that you really want. So you're like, "Well, Christmas yeah. is about giving gifts to the people you love." Um, so That's self-care. I was buying That's called books. Self care, baby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was Preach buying yourself. books for for my family members, and I stumbled upon a new book called "The 60 Songs That Explain the '90s" by Rob Harville, uh, Harvella. And, uh, boy, was that a book designed uh, explicitly for me. Um, So I grabbed it. It's actually based on a podcast uh, on The Ringer. Um, He's done over 60 episodes. He's actually about to do 120, and then he said he's done at 120. But the book is very, 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 very funny. Um, His chapter about Metallica specifically had me cackling uh, because he explains – and I forget the analogy. He uses a sports analogy, which is usually lost on me, but still, it, the, the general vibe made sense to me, where he was comparing Lars Ulrich as a drummer to a specific football quarterback from the 90s, and he's like, both of these people are the greatest, in, one of the greatest in their profession while also being insanely overrated by the lack of talent in the field at the time Deep. that they were at their peak.
0: <laughs> do you remember the do you remember the quarterback's name?
2: Just, I can I can find okay. the book and, and just I will let to you me. know. But uh, I remember reading that and just I have like, a weird laughing knowledge out loud. That. And then he also just descri- he's described he uh, described the early Metallica albums as sounding like really great guitars happening while a trash can was falling down a flight of stairs in the form of Lars's constant drum fills instead of just having a steady beat to keep the song going. Uh, But yeah, people that overdo drummers that overdo fills are because
1: they can't stay on beat. Yeah, exactly. So, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just, just, it's, it's, it's,
2: it's a good, fun read. He really does cover the whole gamut of '90s music, so I really recommend the book. It's a, it's a delight. Uh, and Scott, take us home. Now,
1: I'm not gonna tell you this anecdote because it's a good movie, but rather because of the experience of rewatching it. Now, I rewatched Lucy, which is a Scarlett Johansson vehicle from I want to say yes, 2016, 2018. Um, uh, you know, it's relatively recent. It's not good. They got Morgan fucking Freeman in it, too. I mean, it's it's a big budget movie. It's also very high concept science fiction where it's basically if Limitless was written by someone with even less sense of reality. So the concept is, is that uh, Scarlett Johansson's character becomes a drug mule by accident um, for this experimental drug that they put in her tummy and then she's in this you know hostage situation she gets kicked in the stomach and it releases a bunch of the drugs and it it so that it's the whole concept of the movie ba- is based on the urban legend that we only use 10% of our brains. Um, so the what it does what the drug does is it expands your consciousness so that you can use more than 10% of your brain. But um, as she begins to utilize more of her brain, um, the drug somehow kind of takes away her humanity and also, um, starts to disintegrate her body. She eventually becomes a bioorganic computer, and then she gifts all of her one hundred percent using her brain knowledge in the form of a USB drive to Morgan Freeman, the scientist. Um, now, wasn't that's was the second time I've watched it. It's a very silly movie. Um, I don't like it. I just needed something to watch in the middle of the night when I was trying to get back to sleep for a couple nights. So. It's that's not the story. The story is me trying to explain to Megan what the movie is about, and every two sentences, she's like, Oh my god, you're yeah. kidding! How did this get made? This isn't real. But those were like, it was basically she was the, the, the punctuation of the, the, the plot synopsis. Mm-hmm. Fantastic, one of the best car rides I've had with my wife in like
2: six months. <laughs> all right so that's that's scott's recommendation to all you is explain lucy to your significant other Uh, only if they
1: understand that you're not mansplaining lucy yeah well yes yeah yeah, whether
2: you're mansplaining or just explaining you could probably get a similar result trying to explain the plot beats of kathy's curse uh to your significant other so stay tuned for more horror movie night next week when the possessions haven't stopped just yet uh so we're gonna just keep the possession it's the it's the month of possessions here at our movie night